I try to get to work around nine. Luckily, I have a very loose definition of try and around, and since I like to think of myself as progressive, I don't worry about things like time. That's the beauty of being progressive. I'll get there eventually. At just past ten, I arrived at my building, with a mocha latte in one hand and my keys in the other. I smelled the cigarettes and cheap perfume wafting under my office door into the hallway. Before slipping the key in the lock, I tested the handle, still locked. I looked around me. My pathetic business complex was quiet. There were precisely four cars scattered around the parking lot. One of them was my van. The others might have been the same three cars I'd seen upon leaving my office yesterday. Speaking of yesterday, I had precisely no clients come in and had received exactly four calls from Bank of America credit card services. Apparently I owed them a crap ton of money. Apparently they would get it when they got it. They didn't like that answer, of course, which might have been why they'd called three more times. I was looking forward to more such calls today. Yippee! My office is in Huntington Beach, but one would never guess it. It was too far away from the addictive salt-laden ocean breeze, too far away from the bikini babes, and definitely too far away from a steady stream of walk-in business. One might assume that my office was on the wrong side of Huntington Beach, the inland side. That was the side that abutted a little city called Midway City. The side with, of course, the cheaper rent. Cheap or not, I was still two months behind on it. Now as I slid the key into the lock and balancing my mocha latte like a pro, I slipped my hand behind me and pulled out the Mossad's weapon of choice. A Walther pistol. I wasn't part of the Mossad. I wasn't a spy either. I was just a private investigator. And mostly, I wasn't even that. Mostly, I was an out-of-work desk jockey. Now as I opened my office door, I was certain someone had broken in and was waiting for me inside. My office isn't big, so there aren't many places for a man to hide, or in this case, a woman. It turned out she wasn't doing a very good job of hiding either. In fact, she was sprawled on my couch, sound asleep. I relaxed and slipped the gun back behind my back, just inside the waistband of my jeans. I studied the scene of the crime. A coffee mug rested on the floor next to her, filled to overflowing with stubbed-out cigarettes. My coffee mug, in fact which she commandeered from the cupboard over the small sink in the far corner of the office. Next to the sink sat an old but reliable Mr. Coffee, or, as I like to call it, Signor Café, because I like to think of myself as international and mysterious, kind of like James Bond, only bigger and tougher. Anyway, the coffee mug was a favorite of mine. It also had the UCLA logo emblazoned across the side. I was one of those people who happened to think the UCLA logo should be emblazoned across most things, but I might have been in the minority. Who was she? I didn't know. Why she had broken into my office and, from all appearances, why she had smoked the night away, I didn't know those answers either. I counted seventeen mostly smoked cigarettes, although one or two had only been smoked about halfway. I shook my head. <laughs> Wasteful. She looked to be about twenty-something. She might have also been cute, if not for the way she was presently drooling on the arm of my couch. Speaking of arms, the inside of one of hers was covered with fresh track marks, all puckered and raw. Also on the inside of her arm was a stylized tattoo that said, Fuck off, pigs.
I was impressed by the correct use of the comma. There were many such tattoos covering her body, or at least on the parts of her body that I could see. On her ankle there was a skull with a dagger through it. On her wrists were inked two roses, the stems of which dripped blood. Around her neck, yes, around her neck, was a barbed wire tattoo, also dripping blood. Behind both ears, turgid middle fingers flipped the bird. Classy. As badass as she wanted the world to think she was, all she was now was a gently snoring girl who'd broken into my office, abused one of my prized mugs, and was now staining my couch with her drool and cigarette stink. Such is my life. I also saw bruising. And not just a little bruising, but a lot. She'd been beaten recently. I suspected there were more such bruises covering other parts of her body that I couldn't see. I might have felt weird about inspecting a sleeping woman so thoroughly, that was, if said sleeping woman hadn't broken into my office.